listening to Pet Candy. Welcome to our new show, Obsessed, a show where we talk about whatever it is we're currently obsessed with. I'm Caitlin Palmer. I'm Clay. And we're Obsessed. Obsessed. Well, 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 look who made it to episode three of Obsessed with the Palmers. I guess these people? These people. These beautiful people right here. I don't even know how many people there are. I don't either, but I love each and every one of you. (laughs) You're all just the best. We don't know who you are. But we love you and we're obsessed with you. (laughs) So this has been kind of an interesting week. Um, I've actually been out of town. Clay's and my nephew, Michael, we won't say his last name, graduated airborne. So that means he's a paratrooper. He jumped out of a perfectly good airplane. I wish I had got to tell him before he jumped out that if you don't jump out, you get promoted. It's like a test. Yeah, like (laughs) what kind of dumbass just jumps out of a plane? Right. (laughs) No, for real. We're so proud of you, baby. And we're so proud of you, all of you listeners, for whatever you've accomplished this week. Adulting is hard, and it sucks. You're assuming a lot about the people that listen to our podcast. They could be children. They could be. And if you are, sweetie, go outside. (laughs) You shouldn't be listening to this. You should be listening to this. Your parents are awesome. We haven't gotten started, but I'm sure that it's going to get pretty blue. (laughs) Maybe it won't. I mean, this is my episode, so, you know, it's probably something impish and whimsical. Oh, like dogs? Mm, maybe. You're going to do dogs? I haven't. You know what? Maybe it's dogs. You don't know. I swear to God, Caitlin, if it's dogs. It might be dogs. We've done cats. We each only have one episode under our belts, you know? Right. So this will be your second. This will be my second episode. And everybody, I don't know whether to say you're welcome or I'm sorry. Since we're talking about cats, though, um, I got a little little story here before we get started. Ooh, I love talking about cats. Uh, this is pretty cool. You know, has science gone too far? We'll find out. So this is a Gizmodo article. I don't know if I have to give credit to them, but there it is. Basically, I mean, you know about the CRISPR. So there's that a. That sounds like like chicken that I want to eat. Oh, close. I mean, oh, anything is possible. It's a, a gene editing technology. Oh, CRISPR. Yeah. Yeah. C R I S P R. Right. So yeah. Okay, gotcha. So they could edit the genes of chicken to be naturally crispy. I know. <laughs> just create these, Poor these little walking food things. Aww. So they're using CRISPR, or they're, they're talking about using, I don't know if they've actually decided to do this or not, to make cats that are hypoallergenic. Okay. So, you know, a lot of times with cats, you get people that are allergic, allergic and, to cats. Yeah. So they're thinking about editing the cat's genes to make it to where that eh, don't happen anymore. So... of all people are allergic to cats, I guess, whether they know it or not. So it's a pretty high amount of people. That is, that's a lot of people. Uh, But you hear it all the time, you know, I'm allergic to cats. We Uh, have people that that I've worked with in vet clinics that are allergic to cats. They just have to take allergy medicine all the time. Right. So what they've actually found is that what makes you uh, allergic to cats, you're, you're not allergic to like the fur and dander and dust and that kind of thing. It's actually... Uh, saliva and tears. Really? But since they're always cleaning themselves, sure. you know, Even they're a basically cat. coating yeah. themselves in it. It's just easier with hair because then that floats around in the air and that kind of right. thing. Right. So it's just a 
a vessel for the saliva droplets and that kind of thing. In fact, like that is what 90% of cat allergies are caused from is from that saliva. So they're thinking about using the CRISPR to uh, get rid of, they've already isolated the specific gene, I believe they're calling FELD1, to remove that from cats. Certain cat breeds, you were talking about like the sphinx cats, the hairless cats, don't produce as much of this saliva. For instance, like Russian blues and Balinese, they're actually better for people with cat allergies. Yeah, but very few cats are actually full-blooded. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're kind of using them as a basis to sort of study about. They think they can do it without having any like major negative setbacks, which would be really cool. That would be. This isn't really a, a new idea. Using the CRISPR for it to you know, edit something's genes out is new, but they've been, like the cat food industry, for instance, has been using egg-based protein right. that actually inhibits the gene that causes that saliva to cause the allergies. Okay. So it's something they've been looking at for a while now, but now they're looking at taking it sort of a step further instead of it being something that you would treat, just eliminating it at the root of the whole problem. Wow, that's awesome. So that'd be pretty cool. So now you won't be able to, you you, you know, when your kid asks for a cat, you aren't going to be able to say, oh, well, I'm allergic to cats. That's going to be a thing of the past. I know, because then you got to get rid of your kid and it's just hard on the whole family. <laughs> you, you have know? to find a new excuse. Yeah, you got to find just, a new excuse. Like, I just hate cats. No! <laughs> he didn't mean that, everybody. He loves cats. Don't let him lie to you. Well, Clay, are you, uh, are you excited to hear about my subject? <sighs> Well, I mean, I think I already figured it out. You did. What's your guess? Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, Clay? Wait, one more. Let me get a redo. One more. Mulligan. A mulligan. Cats 2, The Reckoning. Oh, that would be perfect. But it's... Oh, man, that was... Shh. I've been what? spending a lot of time <laughs> with my dad this week. I did. <laughs> We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hey, hon. What you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. So, Clay, what I need you to do is go look in that room and then come back and tell me what you see. Okay. Now, before I do this... Mm-hmm. You do know that this is an audio medium and that by me going and looking in this room, the people listening to the podcast have absolutely no way of telling what has happened. I'll post it on social media. Go go on. All right. Tell me what you think. There better not be a clown with a pie behind here. Mm, we'll see. You hear some clowns? Oh, my God. Oh, no. It's It's active fire. It's burning me alive. He's fine. I'm dead. No, he's not. I don't, is it pillows? <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, my goodness. Hold on just a second. So, Clay, what did you think of the Bog of Eternal Fire? Um, I hated it. Yeah, I figured you would. But anyway, back to my topic. <laughs> so, I know you guessed clowns. You guessed fire. <laughs> None of those were right. But I'll give you a few more hints. These things are egg-shaped, 
adorable, soft marshmallow-like texture. They won the 2022 Toy Award. And according to Insider.com, these are going to be Gen Z's Beanie Babies. These are the stupidest things I've ever seen. They are adorable. They are not. We Today, of course, we're talking about Squishmallows! If you don't know what a Squishmallow is, you probably do and just don't know what that's, that's what it is. So these aren't to be confused with Squishies, which are more like a plastic, squishy, like memory foam type things. These are egg-shaped stuffed animals, and they are to die for. According to the Squishmallow website, Squishmallow plush toys are here to fill your hearts with love and affection. Since 2017, the versatile Squishmallows have grown into an international phenomenon and offer comfort, support, and warmth as friends, couch companions, bedtime buddies, and travel teammates. With more than a thousand Squishmallow characters to collect, young fans can aspire to be more like their favorite characters. Each Squishmallow has its own unique name, storyline, and add to the fun. They're a lot like Beanie Babies. They're we're not even getting sponsored. By we're Squish- so be okay. Not a sponsor, just a huge fan, just a huge fan. See, but we could be getting money for this. But like, hey, Squishmallows, Kelly Toy, you want to sponsor us? Like, you go ahead, because like I bought some of your shit. They're they're not going to sponsor us because I am going to just dog the shit out of these things this whole podcast. Okay, Kelly Toys, you can sponsor me. Kate yeah, Wynn, just it's and just not you. Clay. So I'll look really, really cool, and Clay will look dumb as a butt. These are like animal pillows, but then they're not even good pillows. They're the best pillows. There's no firmness to these things. So the only good choice you've ever made in your life was marrying me. Amazing. Amazing. That came out way bitchier than I meant it to. <laughs> yeah. Like, in my mind, it was like, Clay has terrible... I was supposed to I'm sound. sorry. It was supposed to be like, Clay has terrible taste, but except when he married me. I'm sorry. Let's, but- rec- let, let's recap just real fast. Okay. So, for the first episode, you did Cats, yes. which was pretty lame. Wow. Then, the second episode, I did Wendigo Spirits, which slapped ass. They did slap ass. And now for your second, uh, you, what should have been your redemption, you have done pillows. It's a redemption arc, Clay. It goes farther up. <laughs> okay. Well, you have a long way to climb. Wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> supposed to be my number one fan. Damn. I am, which is why I'm calling you out on this. <laughs> okay. So talk your shit. I will. But... These are hot. They're so hot right now. So Jonathan Kelly, who founded Kelly Toys, he came up with the idea of Squishmallows on a trip to Japan. He wanted to create a, quote, soft, cute, and kawaii plush, just like the ones he saw in Japan. Kawaii. He came up with the idea when he went to lay down at night and saw his pillow. And pretended it was also a cat. (laughs) (laughs) His goal uh, was to become the next Hello Kitty, which I mean, they're they're not far. These are everywhere. That's, no, that's f- fair. Um, and there's one specifically. It's like some sort of squid kitten. Yes, a squitten. The squitten. A kid? No, that ain't right. Her it, name is Karina. Okay, yeah, that does actually look very Hello Kitty. Yeah, she's precious. And um, what does Karina do? What does he do? Oh, she's dressed up like Stacy, who's a squid, because Stacy's her hero because she deals with anxiety every day. I didn't know. That's weird, though. That'd be like me dress. No, nah, I guess people dress up as other people. I didn't know that the lore of Squishmitten went so deep. Squishmitten, 
that's not what this is. That's something entirely different. Whoops. Damn. It's a Freudian slip. Oh, no. Oh, no. I hated that. Or did I love that? I don't know. What so, are these called again? Squishmallows. Squishmallows. Oh, my God. So they were originally only eight different Squishmallow characters, and they were an exclusive to Walgreens. Most of them are animals, but now there's fruits and veggies and plants, etc. Pretty much anything that somebody will buy. Which, Wait, you know. so are the plants and fruits... And veggies, are they, like, alive, like the cats and the dogs? Yeah, they move around. You have to feed them. Oh, my God. You know what you feed them, Clay? I don't know. Your bad dreams. <laughs> well, you know, there is one I'm looking at might would feed on my bad dreams. No, all of these are sweet babies, and they eat your bad dreams. Even this one? Yes, that's Benny the Bigfoot. He's precious Benny the baby. Bigfoot. Yeah, that's Benny hey, Bigfoot. Hey, you know what would have been a cool topic to talk about? What? Bigfoot. You know what? I'm getting to it. By the way, everybody, my next episode is going to slap ass. I thought you said that about this This, episode. give it a chance. <laughs> okay. So, these are incredibly popular on social media platforms like TikTok. Like most popular things, they went viral. Hashtag Squish Talk has 88.7 million views. Squish Talk? Squish Talk. That doesn't sound like it's supposed to link to what it does. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the first Squishmallow was Cam the Cat, uh, and she was released back in 2017. Excuse me, he was released then. Oh, there you go. He loves jumping in and out of boxes and hanging out with his squad. And fun fact, Cam the Cat is a calico and therefore a chimera. We love alliteration. Hey, you know what would have been a cool topic to talk about? Chimeras. Chimeras, yeah. Uh, everyone, let us know. Do you want more, like... <laughs> you want us to talk about pillows? Shut up. So, <laughs> the most popular Squishmallow right now, as of right now when, like, I looked this up, was Jenny the Pink Cow and Baby Yoda. Because they've now expanded to Disney. They have Disney characters. They have anything you want can be a Squishmallow. Yeah, I imagine they probably sell an ass ton of Baby Yoda's... Who even buys these? Who are they for? Me. Yeah. <laughs> Me. So I actually have a story. I was researching what I wanted to do my subject of. And I was thinking about Squishmallows because they are so wildly popular. And even I like them. And I went to TJ Maxx and I went to check out with this little guy. His name is Nathan. He's a little orange cat. And he loves tacos. So... <laughs> I was at TJ Maxx, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's a sign. It's a cat, because we had just done our cat episode, and it's a Squishmallow. So I got it. I went to go check out the little fucker. Sorry, Dad. The little fucker at TJ Maxx goes, aren't you a little too old for these? And I was like, mm-hmm. aren't you a little too old to be such a shit? Well, bro, don't shame me. <laughs> I almost lied and said, oh, no, it's for my daughter. But then I was like, I, I, no, no, no. So they were originally marketed to kids, but the majority of people in the Squishmallow community, because it's a whole community, are in their 20s and 30s. So people of all ages collect and enjoy Squishmallows, except for Clay. Except I'm the only one. You're the only one in the whole world. You talk about how they're supposed to be the next Beanie Baby, and I do kind of get they're up much larger than a Beanie Baby, but well, I they do... come in different sizes. This right, is I the see smallest you got this one. This is tiny little. Yeah, this is, oh gosh, I forgot his name. Oh, I'm so sorry. This is Ray, Ray the Shark. 
He's got an eye for fashion, fun, and capturing the perfect moment with his friends. And he was a Valentine's gift from my friend Ashley. Hi, Ashley. I think it would have been cooler if, like, actually his hobbies included, like, collecting debts from people who didn't pay him back. Oh, that would be dope. Since he's a shark. <gasps> yeah, or he was, like, a really mean lawyer. Right. Yeah. But he's not. He's a sweet shark. But these do look kind of like big beanie babies. Right. I mean, you, you see the the parallel. Yeah, there. I mean, they even got the tags that hang off the ear. Right. And, and they have names and they have little names stories. And biographies. Right. I have one of these that's a misprint. We'll get to in a little bit. Like, maybe it's worth oh, money. I don't your know. Your collector's item. My collector's item. We're going to get to that, too. We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hi, this is Dr. Jessica Turner, and I want to tell you about my new show, Living Well with Dr. Jessica. We talk about life, love, and living your healthiest life. Check it out on Fed Candy Radio or a podcast platform of your choice. So I found this um, interesting quote from Palmer Hash. He's a writer for the insider.com. Squishmallows have risen in popularity in the past year with casual fans and collectors alike posting about them on TikTok, Tumblr, and Reddit. On TikTok, the hashtag Squishmallows hashtag has over 553 million views and the r slash, r slash Squishmallows subreddit has over 12,000 members. Of course they have a subreddit. They have a subreddit. So they really got popular back in 2020 on social media, especially TikTok. My theory, the pandemic. These were originally at Walgreens. Walgreens is one of the few places that stayed open. That tracks, I suppose. And, you know, you see something, and I don't know about everybody else. Maybe this is why I'm sick all the time. But when I see something that looks soft, I got to touch it. And there have been studies shown that if you hold something for more than 10 seconds, you're more likely to buy it. So Mm. that's another theory as to why. I I mean, I love them. I think they're adorable. So their subreddit passed 5,000 in the first few days of 2021. Now, at the beginning of March, there's over 12,000 members who share their collections, exciting finds, struggles with difficult to obtain squishmallows, etc. Oh, yes, the super rare squishmallows. Ah, yes. Where the you, Moby squishmallow. You open a pack and one might be holographic. <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> so a lot of the videos, you're like, what can you really do with these guys? Most of the videos are about like arranging your bed where you can fit them all um, or going squishmallow hunting. Not going to lie. I have scrotally watched squishmallow hunting videos. Scrotally? Scrotally. So there is this one girl and it was really, really cute video because she was looking for this giant, giant cow. And she went to Costco and they had just gotten boxes, but the boxes weren't open yet. And I liked it because she was not like a little child. She wasn't as old as me, but we're not going to talk about that. And the little guy was <laughs> like, oh, I'll open them for you. And he goes up and she films it and he gets the, the box and brings it down and opens it. And she has her cow and like all of her friends get their cow. And, and it's she just, has it's, a cow. And she has a cow about the cow. And it's just really, really sweet. And I thought it was nice. See, at first when you were talking about squishmallow hunting, I thought it was more of like a Easter egg thing. Like people hide these bastards everywhere. <laughs> and then you talked about like this giant cow. And I was like, I mean, that should have been pretty easy to that find. That should have been pretty easy to find. I would think that would be pretty easy. Yeah, you need a master ball to get those. <laughs> so to be fair, a lot of people loved and collected them before they went viral. But uh, they're saying that the rising popularity, it's making it harder to find the ones that they want. 
So the people who were in it from the beginning now are like, now I can't find God dang cow <laughs> because of so-and-so on damn Tic Tac. Tic Tac. These damn Gen Z's buying up all my big ass beanie babies. <laughs> they're not, they're not that big and they're not beanie. So why are they so popular? That's kind of what got me because they are so simple and so cute, but why are they so popular? In short, they spark joy. They're simple. <laughs> they have the huggability factor. Uh, they're comforting. Most sources I found literally just cited that they're the squishiest things ever. And I i mean, they are. I use them as pillows. You know this. Right. Um, I didn't know they were a whole thing. I thought it was just a pillow. Right. Well, that's what I thought, too. The first one I got was the pink fox that was a Valentine's special. Right. And she's a pillow. When I left her down one day and our dogs ate her tail, but I still love her. But she's they're, they're pillows. She was she was a rare one. We lost a million dollars. No, we didn't. And it's all Kipper's fault. No, my baby would he would definitely do that. Yeah, yeah. So, a lot of people said they provided a welcome comfort during the pandemic. Walgreens was definitely open, and these guys are hella cute. Collectability. I was like, yeah, I like them. They're adorable, but there's so many. And what what makes something collectible? But what makes us want more of these other than like I have an, an addictive personality? So collectability, according to Google, a collectible refers to an item worth far more than it was originally sold for because of its rarity and or popularity. The price for a particular collectible usually depends on how many of the same item are available and its overall condi- condition. They're soft polyester fibers. We love them. And these guys will put a unicorn horn on literally anything. Like the, these pillows will put a unicorn? Or are you talking about like the company? The company. Like you can find, like if you're like, oh, I like cats. I also like unicorns. Let's make a catacorn. They've got a sloth of corn. They've got like, they will put a unicorn head on literally anything. Interesting. Yeah. Some of them, like they'll start mixing a whole bunch of things. And, you know, like, I, I have I have my one hybrid here. I have my little squid cat, and her name is Karina, and she's dressed up like her friend because her friend is so brave, and I love her, and all their little stories are just very, very sweet. So, real quick, you talked about mixing, like, this horrible, depraved scientist mixing all these different animals together. Which animal hybrid would you want for your next Squishmallow? I would like a fox dragon. A fox dragon? Yes. You've played Monster Hunter. Yes! That's a Mitsuzune. Right. No, you've got to come up with your own thing. You can't just rip off of Monster Hunter. I don't have any creative. That whole series is about mixing creatures together and then making them big. Yeah. I I don't know. I still think like a fox unicorn or a fox dragon or something like that. I say dragon because I think a fox with wings would be so pretty. You don't really see that. Yeah. So, like, maybe, like, a flying Mitsuzune. Hmm. That'd be cool. Or a fox snake. You could do a fox. I love foxes. foxes fox snake would be strange. I would be kind of like a ferret. It would, yeah, it would basically be a ferret, I guess. <gasps> Squishmallows, you should definitely make a ferret. They haven't? I don't, you know, I don't think so. We're going to have to look that up. So, there are some scammers. So, like, most things that get popular... There's a lot of people that'll be like, hey, here's the rare-ass Squishmallow, and, you and got, it's got your not. great value. Squish. Yeah, you got your Clover value, your great, great valley, great, wait. Great valley. Great valley. You got your Clover valley and your great value Squishmallows. So, wait, so what are they, <laughs> what are the knockoff Squishmallows okay. called? So, 
In the USA, there's only 32 retail stores off, authorized to sell them. So examples would be Books A Million, Costco, Walgreens, Walmart, Five Below. These are all licensed Squishmallow retailers. Dealers. Dealers, right? I need my Squishmallows, man. If you buy one from the physical stores, it's likely to be the real deal. Uh, but you got to be careful mainly when you're shopping online, and you should always be careful when you're shopping online. To avoid being scammed, they recommend you only get something from the official squishmallow.com or for, if you go on Amazon from the official Squishmallow store. There's a lot of URLs that don't, they just kind of look off like squishmallow.cn instead of .com mm. or it might be spelled wrong or something. I read somewhere that all the real Squishmallows have three tags, but none of these have three tags. Mine all have two. So unless I got scammed well, like maybe a bunch of times. Like this. Well, oh, yeah, no, maybe they're talking about the, those little butt tags. Little butt tags. Yeah, but this one only has two. I don't know. I, I only saw that on one source, so I don't know if that's entirely true. There are similar products that are not Squishmallows, but try to be Squishmallows. So... Books a Million has a brand called Bolster, which are the very soft. They feel very similar to Squishmallows. Mm. They're Squishaboos. 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 I'm going to start calling Pansy my Squishaboo. But uh, those are by T.Y. Beanie Babies. Like the Beanie Boos, they're Squishaboos. Oh, wow. So it's like come full circle. Now teeny, like. Yeah, now, now Beanie Babies are trying to be like Squishmallow. I, I guess, I mean, that's what the, they say. That's the ultimate compliment is. I, yeah. Is a. Uh, I forgot, the imposters or whatever. Yeah, something like that, like copying somebody or something. So those are the ones. They're similar, but they're not official Squishmallows. So I had to look into the psychology of comfort items because a lot of people still have their favorite stuffed animal, even though we're old people now. Um, I found an awesome article on LiveScience.com by Stephanie Papas. So... A comfort item is an object that people feel a bond with. We become attached to these inanimate objects. They often remind us of good childhood memories, nostalgia. And until now, the most popular stuffed animal has been the time-honored teddy bear. But that might be changing here soon. But most people, according to a few different studies I read, about 43% of adults have a special stuffed animal. You don't. Well, I had the pillow. The the pillow I stole from our house when I was eight. And yeah. I had this pillow until I was, what, like 25? Before... We still have that pillow. It well, just needs stuffing. Yeah, it's it's been ripped apart by Kipper. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. To be fair, though, it's probably because it smelled like farts. It probably because, does smell like farts. Because I had uh, a pretty jank ass computer set up for a while with my laptop on a desk and I had one of those metal fold out chairs so the only cushion I had was this pillow oh remember when I went to college and I had super separation anxiety which also by the way uh, stuffed animals have been shown to help with separation anxiety (laughs) but uh, you gave me that pillow to take with me to college and you sprayed it with your perfume not your perfume sorry your cologne (laughs) so it wouldn't smell so much like farts Uh, yeah my butt perfume. Your butt perfume, but that you then you also sprayed it with gravity. Right, my signature cologne. His signature cologne. So it smelled like gravity and farts, but more <laughs> gravity. <laughs> they got a show called Gravity Farts. Gravity Farts, yes. Yeah. 
We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. So, uh, Clay, is there anything else you would like to know about Squishmallows? You know, I love them so much. I cannot think of a single question to ask about these fucking pillows. <laughs> Long story short, people, there's a lot worse things you can do than collect stuffed animals. Do what makes you happy. You know, you're not hurting anybody by buying a lot of stuffed animals that are also pillows. Well, hold on. You bought all these? Mm, and that's all for today, folks. Oh, no, that's not going to do. <laughs> but for real, do what makes you happy. But if you come across Mario the German Shepherd, definitely save him for me because I need him. Is he worth a lot of money? Probably. I don't know. Well, they're not going to save him for I'm you. I'm kind of a him. casual collector. <laughs> so before we go any further, I do want to talk about my little misprint baby. I have in front of me, his name is Bronte. He's a dragon, but he's kind of like a red bull dragon. And I picked him because I thought, oh, he reminds me of the last unicorn, the red bull. Hmm. Yeah, no, I was looking at him. I couldn't see because he was behind everybody else. Right. I couldn't see his wings and stuff. He's got them. They're right here. And he actually reminded me, I specifically had a Beanie Baby red bull. Mm -hmm. And that's like the only Beanie Baby I can remember. I, I think it was the first and last Beanie Baby I've ever owned. I had more, but they obviously didn't last as long. I had this Red Bull for eternity. Yeah. Beanie Babies were a lot easier, I think, to store because they were kind of flat. Yeah. These guys are so soft. But Bronte here has, has a little misprint on him. And I didn't recognize this when I bought him. I just got him because I was like, I need him. He's adorable. He makes me think of the Red Bull. And he's drinking boba. So, like, the Red Bull gave up trying to herd all the unicorns into the ocean and was like, you know what? I like boba tea. And that's his life now. And also, he became part dragon. And also, he became part dragon. Well, maybe he was always part dragon. We don't know. I got this Bronte, and his tag does not have Bronte on it. It has the chameleon. Huh. Everybody's tag has their picture on it. So, Nathan the cat has a little picture of Nathan the cat. Karina the cat wearing a squid outfit has a squid outfit. Brina and, oh gosh, what's his name? Benny the Big Feet. They have their the names. Big feet. The big feet. And they're a couple, and I love them. They all have their pictures. But Bronte has a picture of a chameleon. And his little poem, well, it's not a poem, but it also describes him as a chameleon who likes to dance. So it's not Bronte. Probably, probably not. That's probably the... It's the chameleon. Yeah. But it It does says have his name on the front. Bronte, yeah. 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 I'm going to pause real quick while I look up Bronte's thing. And we're back. So I stand corrected. This this little red dragon's name is not Bronte. His name is Baden, B-A-I-D-E-N. However, his tag has Bronte the pink chameleon. So this is actually Baden, and he has a job after school, and he helps on a farm. And I think he's going to be a great vet one day. 
<laughs> so it's not really a misprint. They just put the wrong tag on Yeah, them. no, I was more excited when I thought it was a misprint. But it is, well, that might would have been worth money. That might would have been worth money. But that's okay. I still love him. We can't prove we didn't just attach that tag to him. No, we can't, but it's okay. Bronte's not, I mean, well, his name's Bronte now. Bronte's not for sale. <laughs> you failed me. You squishy little pillowed creature. Sick burns us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm known for my sick burns. Yeah. So what you going to talk about next week that's going to slap ass? Well, you know, I can't tell you. Mm. But I can tell everybody else. Oh, okay. Go ahead. So, I'm not listening. Yeah, close your ears. Okay. All Closed. Right. So while she's not listening, I'm going to tell all of you what I'm going to do. All right. I've told you. You've heard it. But she hasn't. Because I spoke in our super secret, high-pitched, ultra-vibronic language that she can't hear. She thought she was going to outsmart me. You lose. You were talking to our kids in a dog whistle? Yep. Damn. You have won. (laughs) (laughs) You have beaten me. I like how our listeners are our kids now. They are. We're your mom and dad now. I specifically know that some people that listen to this podcast are older than me. Well, that's true. We don't talk about how old we are here. Age is just a number, especially for me. (laughs) We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hey, pet parents. This is your favorite lifestyle guru, Renee Michelle, and I'm excited to tell you about my new show on Pet Candy. Join me and make some cute pet stuff. Talk about life and love and everything in between. Check out the Renee Michelle Show on mypetcandy.com and let's have some fun. Yes, so we have some very exciting news before we go today. We actually are going to be doing a little giveaway. We have some badass socks, and we are going to be doing a giveaway, and details to come because we're still kind of new at this. We're still trying to kind of figure out how to do a giveaway, but in the meantime, Clay has made an email that you can send us your comments, questions, and requests. My next episode is actually a request. Yeah. Uh, so the email is obsessedwiththepalmers at gmail.com. All one word, lowercase. If you've got something that you want us to talk about, send it in. Can't promise that we'll do it, but you know. We're going to try. Yeah. Well, we'll try to get to as many as we can. It also depends on what it is. We're probably not allowed to talk about certain things. Yeah, the more fun things. Maybe we need a Patreon. (laughs) Yeah, for for the special episodes. For the special episodes. Clay and I would love to know what your favorite childhood (laughs) toy is. Well, we do hope you keep listening. And send us those emails. I'm very tired. Bye. Pet Candy, it's Pet Candy Radio.